0: So we win a game without Dak okay I can just imagine him in a meeting you know yes this is the contract I've been waiting for thank you very much Steve thank you very much Jerry and he signs his name and then he stands up and he says I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now you can't turn a football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game can't do it won't do it 230 million Guaranteed! That's just filthy. I mess up his name. I can't even get it. Dasikini? 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 I don't have to a <laughs> Chain killer. But at the same time, oh, we're going to shaggle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not the mascara. I saw it coming. That's why I went so low. You'll never see me coming. Welcome to every living and breathing intelligent biped on the planet Earth. To this. Sick. Show. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag. Let's, let's, let's in my own mind, big day, talking about only sports, but news of all kinds. Also, welcome to those checking us out on this sick podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Overcast, Stitcher, Podcast, and Radio Public. And I always want to give a shout out to all my sick listeners over in the land of the Lucky Charms, Ireland. Hong Kong, the birthplace of Godzilla, Morocco, land of the rolling R's, Sweden, with their Swedish meatball swimming in a big bowl of marinara, Portugal, the home of ports, Canada, the home of that delicious maple syrup, Mexico the home of avocados from mexico pakistan thank you thailand home of the thais germany don't shine peru home of the lemas india shining bright like a diamond the netherlands home of wooden shoes brazil the home of Pele and yes these United States of America. Well Cooper Rush once again rushes in and takes over the starting role for the Dallas Cowboys after Dakota Prescott left the game with a broken thumb on his throwing hand during their last game against Grandpa Nim. You remember, I talked about it on my last sick show. Well, Cooper Rush leads the Cowboys to their first win of this 2022 season against Joe Bro and the returning Super Bowl runner-ups Cincinnati Bengals by a score of 20 to 17 Cooper Rush went for uh, 19 for 31 for 235 yards passing and one touchdown Cowboys wide receiver Noah Brown finished the game with five catches for 91 yards and had that one touchdown. CeeDee Lamb added seven catches for 75 yards, finally showing up in this game because he definitely didn't show up in last game. And then you had Tony Pollard rushing in for a touchdown early this season because last season, my big... on Tony Parler was yeah he's getting some good yardage but uh, why can't he get in the end zone that just just blew my mind last year that he couldn't get in the end zone but he does and because he's able to get in the end zone the Dallas Cowboys win this game 20 to 17 but it took not just them it took Brett Maurer I used to call him Marr, but it's Mauer, M-A-H-E-R, Brett Mauer. It took him kicking a game-winning 50-yard field goal to give Dallas the 20-17 to victory over the Super Bowl runner-up Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Bro. Now, Joe Bro tried to get his team back into the game with a touchdown pass to T. Higgins with 3.45 left in the game and added a two-point conversion to tie the game at 17 all. But the Cowboys needed to make a stop when it counted and they stopped the Bengals' drive and then drove down the field uh, with about six seconds left on the clock and Brett Maurer hits a 54-yard field goal to give Dallas the win. Cooper Rush is now 2 0 as a starter for the Cowboys. Remember, I think it was last season in 2021 when he helped the Cowboys win. I think it was 33 to 31 in a game where he had to come back from 33 to 14 or 31 to 14 to win by 33 to 31 and that was back last season. So, people were wondering if Cooper Rush was going to be able to have some of that Rushing—I uh, uh, don't want to say magic, but that that, that rushing presence—was he going to have that presence? Were we going to get a rush from Rush? And once again, we ended up getting a rush from Rush. Okay. Micah Parsons, once again, uh, uh, recorded two sacks, along with Durant Armstrong, who had two, along with Leighton Vander Esch, who had one, and Dante Fowler Jr. said, let me get mine in as well. So, the defense did what they needed to do as they sacked Joe Bro six times. Six times. Count it. One, two, three, four, five, six, 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 six times. They sacked Joe Pro. Cowboys jumped out to a 14-3 lead in the first quarter then scored three more in the second and then going in at half they were up 17-3 but I must admit while I dozed off snoring loudly and waking myself up a few times uh, the Bengals scored six in the third and I guess they scored eight in the fourth to tie it up and I was suddenly awakened by a message on my phone and turned over to my left to see the game was still on when suddenly the Sun began to shine brightly through my curtains and as that Sun shone brightly through my curtains as it was setting in the West And its beams of light Illuminated my Facial structure As I looked at the television With six seconds on the clock And I said to myself Self We're going to win And my wife came in And she said dinner is ready And I was like I think the Cowboys are going to win And it was as if This was Providence and then Brett Mauer kicks the ball it goes through the uprights almost hitting the pole on the left hand side or the, their right hand side but our left hand side on the screen and it went through first I thought it wasn't good and then it went through and it was good and Dallas takes home the victory from a TNT Stadium right here in Arlington, Texas, about 10, maybe 12. Well, I moved 12 to 15 minutes from my home. It was beautiful. Wasn't marvelous, it was just beautiful to see the Cowboys pull it together. Now, I am not happy. I'm not happy about letting Joe Bro and them back into the game. That should not have occurred. But then my happiness returned to me when I remembered check the score to see if the Commodores won. And to my relief, The Washington Commodores got their butts handed to them 36 to 27 against the hapless Detroit Lions. And suddenly I had a slight boost of energy to get up and record this awesome and bodacious soliloquy that you are listening to right here on this sick show. Now, does it mean we're going to a Super Bowl No Does it mean We're, we're going to make it to the playoffs No What it does mean Is that We Averted is that How you say it Averted 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 Disaster We Made sure that we were not going to be 2 and No oh. We absolutely made sure of that So now we are one and one And I say we, the Dallas Cowboys Because I am a Dallas Cowboy fan But I'm going to tell you right now I'm not hollering Super Bowl We still got to fix some stuff Because if we're up 17-3 to There is no way in the world You let somebody come back and tie the game What happened? What happened? We couldn't score no more And Ezekiel Elliott Zeke, where you at? 53 yards? On like 19 carries? Something like that? I know Tony Parlor Pollard. Pollard. Uh, Pollard, blah, 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 blah. Pollard. Like a parrot. Pollard. Pollard. What a cracker? I know Tony had about 48 yards. You had 53. I like the tandem. We still need a little more out of it. If you can get me... I'm not even going to just I'm not going to say 100 yards I'm going to say Get us maybe Let's say 80 yards Matter of fact Get us 70 yards every game I'd be happy If Tony can get 48-50 And you get 70 That's 120 yards rushing I'd be happy Noah Brown showed you up Noah Nobody knows Brown showed you up. He's known now. After that game today, he is known. After that game, he's known now. He's known now. Noah Brown is that young man's name. I called him no name because last year I had no idea who he was. But this year, yeah. It's his time to shine. Oh, and we don't even have Michael Gallup out there yet. This could very well end up being a very intriguing year. Already started out intriguing, so let, let's just let's keep par for the course. Oh, and if Cooper Rush, if it's a big word, if Cooper Rush goes the rest of the season and the Cowboys end up being you know winning the majority of their games and they end up being in the playoffs Uh, do we start talking about a meritocracy do we go back to the future still or do we rush in like fools I don't know I don't know. Is is there a quarterback controversy at this moment? I don't know. I'm just advocating that this is the second time that Cooper Rush has started and he's 2-0 as a starter. He's been playing cleanup the times that he were in the game, but he's 2-0 as a starter. He had 235 yards passing, and the Bengals are no slouch when it comes to defense. yeah it was it was it was pretty good it was a pretty good show by the Cowboys they played today and I'm sure Jerry said something like "Um, you're not gonna embarrass me on television again never again will I ever say that it was my fault for getting rid of Amari Cooper you're not gonna do it not on my team I guarantee you Jerry said something like that y'all wanna keep y'all's jobs Y'all gonna go out there and compete like the team I paid to to compete. And y'all ain't gonna leave me hanging like this no more where I gotta take the blame for it. Okay, Jerry, if you did say that, bravo. Bravo, you got them to compete. Let's see where we go from here. All right, gotta go to this commercial break. When we come back, Let's pull out some potluck. Don't know what I'm going to talk about until I start talking about it. And make sure you stay tuned right here on this SICK! Glad for the win show. Stay tuned for more This SICK Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to part two of this sick show. You know, 10 years ago, a few people said that we would never make it. And 10 years later, we can't even find them. Celebrating 10 years of streaming sports in the DF dub, we are the BGC Sports Network, a.k.a the big game Christian sports network all right I'm gonna talk to you out there that is listening to this sick show like I always say shout out to all my sick listeners from all over this world all over this planet All over This Universe Thank you For listening to this Little Bitty Sick Show Where we talk about sports And things that don't have nothing to do with sports And things that are politically Incorrect That Fall over to the realm of sports Well, we've got one of those In this segment Utah Governor Spencer Cox slammed Oregon fans From this past weekend When the Oregon Ducks Went up against the B-Y-U And The crowd started chanting The Mormons At the game Loudly There's video of this The stations had to cut it because of the chant They had to cut out some sound And they kept chanting this phrase Loudly at the game The Mormons And It just goes to show that bigotry in all its forms, whether it's religious bigotry or not, bigotry is alive and well in the United States of America. And I can only say it for the United States of America because that's where I reside at this moment. But Canada, I am coming as soon as I can. The video went viral and prompted the Oregon pit crew to issue an apology to BYU on Twitter. Brigham Young University is a private school in Provo, Utah and is sponsored by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So as you can see, now this goes over to the realm I was talking about of religion. They sent out this apology and they said to all BYU football fans in attendance at today's game, we would like to apologize for the actions of the students in attendance. We do not condone or support any hateful speech directed towards one's religion and are ashamed of those who participated in it. This is what their tweet read. The university apologizes for the despicable chance made by some University of Oregon fans at the football game with Brigham Young University. A statement from the University of Oregon's interim vice president for the Division of Student Life read, there is no place for hate, there is no place for bias, or bigotry, at the University of Oregon. These actions are simply unacceptable. And we will investigate and we call on our students and campus community to refuse to accept or tolerate this type of behavior. Here we go again, y'all. Because... And it's, and, it's, and it's funny I don't want to say it's karma But it's funny It's coincidental I guess you could say BYU just went through the same thing Where there was an incident If you remember correctly With the Duke women's volleyball uh, uh, player I think Miss uh, Richards, uh, Richardson I'll just say Miss Richardson accused a BYU fan of shouting racial slurs at her during the match BYU said following an extensive investigation that there has been no evidence to corroborate and uh, the allegation made by the Duke women's volleyball player that she was subjected to racial slurs during a game at BYU last month okay can I just call Bill on that And I just say it like it is that's that's some frag legging bull those people whoever was doing it and they said that it was a man that was in the stands was doing it towards Miss Richardson with Duke the volleyball player and they said that they they told him he can't come back ever again He's suspended from for life from coming back and seeing any BYU games. It had to happen. And whether it was him or five people saying it or, or or half of a person saying it it was unnecessary. It was disrespectful. And it should not be tolerated. By any university Well same thing goes for Oregon The University of Oregon Obviously has students That feel some kind of way They obviously have Whatever the fans are If they're not students They're grown fans Grown fans coming to the game Who feel some kind of way You can call it Religious bigotry All you want to You can call it that But it's Bigotry Period And it's absolutely Unnecessary And should be unnecessary In this time You know what I, I'm sorry I'm, 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 I apologize Ahead of time I have got to Put the blame On 45 See that undercurrent of bigotry was all already there it was it was below ground for a while uh, uh, as African Americans and 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 Asian Americans and uh, 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 Mexican Americans and and different ethnicities were starting to come up to the top and and, and was getting some you know uh, of the similar things that our Caucasian persuasion uh, people some of that uh, accolades and the things that they accomplished, the things that they've done, and things that they get, some of the perks they got. We started getting some of those perks for a while, and before you knew it, we had the first African American president in the United States of American history. And because we had him, and we had him for eight years. There was an undercurrent of individuals. And I saw this, me and my partner at that time, uh, my homeboy, he went on to be with the Lord, uh, DJ Curly, rest in peace. He, he uh, said it when Barack won the second time. He said it. He said, look at these people. They were red in the face and absolutely upset. You'd have thought you slapped their mama. And they were not happy because Barack was getting four more years. So then you get 45 coming in. And he's coming in talking about make America great again. Oh well, you know, all those people who are bigots jumped on the back of MAGA. And they were they're still on MAGA. And they want to make America great again. But For us who are a different Ethnicity Make America again means And I just gotta put it like it is Make America white again Make America Lily white again Which means Here we go Setting back people of ethnicity Setting them back Hundreds of years well, this is 2022 Soon to be 2023 And we're still Dealing with Ignorance We're still dealing with Bigotry We're still Dealing with Foolishness Concerning Ethnicity And religious beliefs Now I don't agree With what the Mormons Believe in I I am A believer. I used to say that I was a Christian, but there's a lot of people who's claiming Christian that don't act like it. And I know this is the big game Christian Sports Network. We might have to name rename it to Big Game Believers Sports Network. Because I'm a believer. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ there I said it so did Queen Elizabeth she was devout a lot of people didn't know that I didn't know that until I attended the virtual funeral on Monday but there is an undercurrent and it's still there Of racial inequality Racial inequity And Those individuals Who want to see The clock turn back To the time that Caucasian Was the top persuasion And it's not that anymore And so you've got these individuals Going to Volleyball games you got these individuals Going to Football games You got these individuals Going to basketball games There was an individual Who was of the Other persuasion To me When I look back At the film Slapped Kyler Merrick And there was a brother That was there And and was kind of like Patting him You know Kind of patting him But then there was a Caucasian hand That came out of nowhere And kind of mushed Kyler Murray When Arizona Defeated The Raiders And and, and I have to make a detraction for that Because I said in the first segment that The Raiders won too I thought that the Raiders won But Kyler Murray and him came back and won that game So uh, Raiders Lost Sorry I had to throw that in there Let me get back to what I was talking about But People Of the Caucasian persuasion Feel like It's their God given Right To say whatever They want to say And there be no repercussions For it We live in the United States of America Everybody can say whatever They want to say They can say whatever they want to say, but there's absolutely repercussions for what you say, especially now in this politically correct PC climate that we live in. So Oregon, BYU, and any other university out there, y'all need to have a huge meeting, you need to bring everybody that goes to that school in. Big auditorium, whether it's the stadium, whatever. Every one of the students need to know where you stand as a university. If you stand for what is right, I'd pull all of them in. Like BYU's, uh, I think it was their athletic director pulled them in and they were in the gym and he was like, you know, you cheer as loud as you can for your team and you can even boo the other team, but don't do anything uh, or or say anything that's derogatory towards the players there and the opponents of the players. Don't do it. I'm, I'm thankful that BYU said that. Oregon you need to do the same thing University of Virginia You need to, need to do the same thing North Carolina University you need to do The same thing all of Kentucky Oh y'all need to do the same thing West Virginia Let's just say the East Coast The Midwest Definitely the South Mountains West West And The west coast Or the left coast as they put it The whole of the United States of America Needs to get a grip It's a different time It's a different season There's so many things That are happening right now That are negative We ain't got time for that foolishness We don't have time for bigotry and foolishness In 2022 Going into 2023 Thanksgiving is coming up soon y'all We need to be giving thanks That we're still here We're still alive on this earth Not concerning ourselves With uh, Who's, who's what race And who's Whatever race We need to be thinking about Where we gonna live In eternity Because All the foolishness That we're doing here It ain't gonna go in eternity I'm gonna say this You doing all this foolishness Down here right now Do you think that you gonna live For In eternity In the presence of the almighty doing the stuff that you're doing down here you need to re-evaluate that's what you need to do alright when we go come back I was going to say go back when we come back we are going to talk about or I'm going to talk about long live the queen and I'm going to tell you why when I come back right here on this sick show stay tuned for more this sick show with big day along the BGC sports network welcome back to part tray of this sick show Hey, are you needing a quick, fast, safe, and reliable moving company? Well, search no more because Midnight Hour Moving has you covered. At Midnight Hour Moving, their goal is to provide hassle-free moves from start to finish. Midnight Hour Moving can also provide packing supplies, safe, and secure warehouse storage. Plus, they can move you anywhere in the great state of Texas, both to and from the DFW. So call Midnight Hour Moving today at 817-399-1300. That's 817-399-1300. 817-399-1300. Or 817-399-1300. And you can just go to MidnightHourMoving.com and get yourself a moving. All right. I wanted to talk a little more about Elizabeth. I wanted to talk about what I saw during the televised, I don't want to say virtual, but televised uh, funeral for this great woman of God and I'm saying that in the way that I'm saying it because something happened at this funeral um procession procession um and they brought on a doctor who was a reverend they had a couple of them uh you had one that was a reverend you had another one that was a really reverend <laughs> the really right reverend whatever whatever blah 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 um, but this one was her reverend but her doctor as well and as they were giving the queen accolades about how she ruled and you know the many lives that she touched and let me tell you Elizabeth II um touched a lot of lives because there Boys. were i would say millions of people if if not upwards of 500,000 or more close to a million but people lined the streets from the time they took her coffin from the um uh the palace uh, Buckingham Palace and they took it all the way, I think it was a five mile drive to Windsor Castle and they had to walk a total of three miles after they got to the estate of Windsor Castle and, and it was a three mile journey to the Monolith or the monoleum how do you say it? The Monolith? No, it's not Monolith. Wow, I lost my train of thought there for a second, mausoleum, and uh, it's right next to the castle. Let me tell you something. First of all, that castle is beautiful. That castle, you could tell that castle was built like in the 1700s or 1600s. It was beautiful. It's been kept up and it was huge. It's on a huge estate, on a huge hill. And the mausoleum is right next door The mausoleum is basically a church and mausoleum all together And the procession uh, That's where Elizabeth will rest With King George And the King Charles is before her uh, Queen Victoria Everybody that's in there is in there And so um, I'm I'm, going to get to that Because I was very impressed by it But let's go back to The streets were full of people, and people were lined up. They were coming out of their houses, and people lined up around Buckingham Palace, and they lined all the way up, and I'm telling you, it was millions. And they were giving their love. They were throwing roses out uh, as the Queen's hearse came by. Uh, That hearse was beautiful. They said that the Queen, especially... Had it made because you know she knew one day I'm gonna be out of here, and her and Philip had their own specialized hearse. And this hearse, the back of it, you could see the um, the uh, uh, casket with her crown on it, with her scepter on it, and, and her golden uh, the small crown on it, and uh, it was draped with the the, the, uh, the flag. It was draped with her uh, I guess her lineage flag if you want to say it up I know the name of it I can't think of it right now but uh, it was draped over a coffin and people were throwing roses in front of the car the, the hearse they were throwing roses onto the hearse uh, those that could make it onto the hearse and then some people were silent some people started cheering uh, one time a uh, couple of times there was a big roar from the crowd that uh, they were just respectful and they they Roared for the Queen This was her last ride And a lot of people w- Were, were uh, just paying homage and, To see How beautiful that is And and I mean If everybody's funeral could be like that First of all it would be a long day For everybody Because th- that thing went on for Hours I watched the first half My wife watched the second half of it And then we both watched When she was uh, being laid to rest Okay So once they got Three miles out From the mausoleum King Charles The new king um, Got out of the vehicle And everybody else got out of the vehicle And they walked uh, The vehicles that were following the hearse And they walked up three miles Along with Her generals, along with the 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 elite guard, who were marching slowly, solemnly. Everybody was following. Some of them were on horses, and uh, uh, some of them, you know, a lot of everybody was walking. I I put it like that. that. That it was amazing to see how they did all of that, and. One question that came into my mind And yeah I ain't Trying to be funny but It's sort of obvious um, The horses were dropping bombs Pointing. As they were walking And I didn't necessarily see Anybody picking it up I didn't see anybody Stepping in it Um, I guess they have Royal Pooper scoopers? That would be the RPS? The Royal Pooper Scoopers. We didn't see anything on camera. We just saw a couple of times that 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 the horses, you know, did their thing and horses are gonna do what they do. They, they they're animals. I mean, you know, they, they naturally horses can walk and poop, chew and eat, and run and poop at the same time. But I guess that, you know, they got royal RPSs because I never saw anybody get out of step with step, which which made me question did they step in the poo-poo? Or did they kind of avoid it the way that they were walking? I never saw anybody kind of step to the side. Maybe they stepped over it. Was was there a a, a hint? Like did somebody say poo poo And then they passed down poo poo And the others look down Poo poo So they wouldn't step on poo poo I mean these, these are questions that I had in my mind These are questions that I had in my mind I'm sorry I thought I, I like that But anyway Let me get back to Her going into the mausoleum The mausoleum uh, Beautiful Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's like going into St. Paul's Cathedral. It's beautiful. And they they brought the casket in and it rested on the floor. And if you look very closely at the floor, there were rectangle shapes, big enough for a casket. And the rectangular shapes that I saw uh, where they where they put the casket in. I didn't know the floor could be lowered down, and what they do is they they after they start saying you know they sing sung their song, they gave the message and the the uh, uh, they delivered her into the hands of the Lord. And when she was a devout Christian, I said that in segment two of this six show, if you were listening in segment two, I told you before the end of it that Elizabeth was a devout Christian uh, believer in Jesus Christ. And she was. And so they were giving her, you know, paying tribute to her and giving her body back to from whence it came. And so the floor started to go down and my wife was like wait a minute what is happening are they going up and 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 what's happening and we noticed that the floor was going down well the floor goes down as the body goes down and then at the bottom the body is taken off and then the floor comes back up again and that's where she rests with the other kings and queens of england and as the casket was going down had uh, 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 an Irishman or Scot, Scottishman playing the bag- bagpipes because Elizabeth was Scottish. I didn't know that until you know she passed away. Uh, and he played the bagpipes and as the casket was going down, he went down the hallways where you could hear it loudly and proudly and then he turned and then he walked out of the building down the steps and you could hear it fading away so it was as if she was leaving the scene for the very last time it was it was powerful. It was powerful and and I will I was like hey. This was a good woman. She was a good mother. Yes, she probably made some mistakes because nobody's perfect. And, you know, she probably had some things that she wanted to take back, maybe some decisions that she had made in the overall scheme of things. But the thing about it was, so beautiful about it, I think she knew that it was time And that's why she went back to Her home uh, How you say Barmoral? Balmoral bear, bear Whatever <laughs> I can't say that word like Balmoral thank you um, She went back there That's the place that she was raised up in And her spirit left From the place that she was raised up in Which was over in Scotland and so the people of Scotland, and not much is said about this, the people of Scotland did her well. They took care of her body and they took care of the the, the uh, people for people to come in and see in the viewing of it. And they took care of it as her body went on the plane to leave Scotland for the very last time. And Scotland, I've got to say this. Y'all represented because I saw some of us in there with the bagpipes. I saw one of us carrying the casket with his fellow mates. And I was like, Saints Magora, there's black people in Scotland. And I got even more excited about going to Canada because Scotland and I will say this for England London, England or Britain or the British or whatever you want to call them I saw some four, five, six star Rose matter of fact I saw two of them that were of the dark persuasion representing the British bros walking right next to the hearst as she was laid to rest. The International Brotherhood is on the come up. Long live the queen. The only queen I've ever known. If nobody else said it. Thank you. And I'm done. The hashtag brother of baseball, Mr. Willie Epting Jr. is coming up next. You do not want to miss it. Make sure you stay tuned to the BGC Sports Network. And make sure you come back and visit us again right here on this. Sick! show.